Hello and welcome to the Empowerment Project podcast with me, your host, Katrina Sabrin. A few years ago, I found myself in a really dark and negative place, having no clue what my purpose or identity was outside of being a mum. I was unemployed, depressed, lacked confidence and had no self-esteem and had no clear path for my future. The world of mindset and manifestation came along when I needed it the most and my life did a complete 360. I manifested my dream house, marriage and discovered my purpose and calling and live a life that I truly love. Now I make it my mission to share my teachings and experiences to empower you to have your very own transformation. From this podcast, you can expect simple strategies, practices and tools that will give you the confidence, belief and mindset to create the life of your dreams. Hey my loves and welcome back to another episode. Today we are on episode 20 from Chaos to Calm, Managing Your Overwhelm. Um, If I'm really honest with you guys, I actually chose the topic for this episode more as a reminder to myself if I'm honest. So we're basically coming up to the end of the summer holidays and I'm not going to lie, there have been times that I have felt very overwhelmed. Managing my children, not to mention my patients, the endless activities and life has been challenging at times. Like don't get me wrong, like there's elements that I love, like having the flexibility, not having a schedule, not being able to to get up. Although Theo, to be be fair, he takes when we do get up. Up, but having that time with my children but on the flip side I've really cra- craved that structure the routine like the time to be able to work like in peace not being like needed f- a million times throughout the day but yeah it's it's a difficult one isn't it so with the new school year in sight I'm so conscious that it also means ensuring that I'm organized for my kids first day back at school also we're in the midst of um, preparing for Olivia's birthday which is literally in a few days so I've got like presents to wrap and obviously we're going out the weekend to celebrate her birthday and then also mentally preparing myself for the two hour settling days for Theo when he starts reception so for those of you who don't have children in primary school this basically means that I'm going to be back Woods and forwards from the primary school like a million times a day until he starts primary school full-time mid-September because obviously Olivia's still in primary school so I'm going to go on a bit of a tangent but do any other mums feel my pain with the whole transition period from like preschool slash nursery to primary school so the majority of the children who attended preschool did so on a full-time basis so I don't understand why they do like these two-hour days I personally think that it gives the children like an unrealistic view of how their school days would be because Theo's been used to like going to school staying there the whole day having lunch with his friends and then obviously me picking up at the end of the day so I just think it's going to confuse him like going there for two hours and he thinks well this is easy like two hours job done and then actually after two weeks sorry you're here to do full-time not only that, it also puts pressure on the parents to organise yet more childcare after already covering like the six weeks holidays. So that now they need additional childcare for another like two weeks. What are your thoughts on this? Let me know. So with all that being said, I thought the perfect topic for today's episode would be to discuss overwhelm and how to implement simple strategies that will take you from chaos to calm. So without any further ado, let's get into it. So overwhelm is the fact or feeling of not being able to cope or deal with something. This can often produce feelings of stress and anxiety. So it's really, really important that we work to reduce the feelings of overwhelm for a good few reasons. 
So being overwhelmed can lead to procrastination, which we know often leads to complete inaction, which leads to more overwhelm, and we can find ourselves in this vicious cycle. To give you an example, have you ever put off something like a project or a task at work or a piece of homework that you needed to complete? You kept procrastinating as you've built this task up in your head, something that's going to be quite stressful or take a lot of your energy and time. And before you know it, it's the night before the deadline, and now you feel massively stressed and very, very overwhelmed and on the brink of having a full-scale meltdown. Being overwhelmed can also lead to self-sabotaging behaviour such as excessive smoking or drinking or taking illegal substances as a way of coping. So back when I used to smoke, I would literally, if I felt overwhelmed, I would double the amount of smoke. And then when I vaped, I would basically just chain vape constantly. And this was obviously terrible, terrible for my health. Overwhelm can literally have you living in a state of constant stress, which can really negatively affect your nervous system, which we know is going to lower our vibration and ultimately it's going to put blocks on you creating the life that you want to by design. Think about it. How can you how can you create an incredible life for yourself when you're constantly overwhelmed and stressed? Like you're just not going to be in alignment with anything. It's not going to work, is it? Because all your energy and your thoughts are going to be focused on the thing or the things that are making you feel overwhelmed as opposed to making your dreams and your desires your reality. But before we dig into the strategies, let's look at the different types of overwhelm that you can experience. So the first type is circumstantial overwhelm. So this type of overwhelm is caused by specific circumstances that are taking place in a period of your life that you're going through or you're experiencing. So this could be a period where you're raising very young babies or children who are completely dependent on you and maybe who don't sleep through the night. You could be a single parent who literally has no respite or very little help. You could be experiencing an illness or caring for someone who has an illness. This period could be you going through a bereavement or a challenging breakup or a divorce. Okay, so these circumstances are not the same as someone who feels overwhelmed with the housework and a mounting pile of washing or a deadline they need to complete at work. Okay, this type of overwhelm needs a completely different approach. So if you're going through a period in your life that is particularly challenging and experiencing circumstantial overwhelm, accepting this period is going to be tough and challenging is the first thing that you need to do. And then you need to allow yourself extra grace, extra kindness and extra compassion for this period of time. Remove any pressure and just focus on getting through life day to day. Your priority should be self-care and a whole lot of self-love. So I've actually whole episodes on self-care and self-loves, episodes 16 and 17, which you may want to take a look at in more um, that covers more um, of these topics in a great in, in greater detail and gives you tangible steps that you can take. So during this period, remind yourself how your feeling is temporary and you will get through this time. The second type of overwhelm is general overwhelm. So for example, feeling overwhelmed by your responsibilities, the day-to-day tasks of being a mum, maybe you've got a stressful job and you've got a deadline to achieve, or maybe you feel like your brain is just going 100 mile an hour. You know, like when you've got way too much on your mind, like a bit like a computer with like a million browser tabs open, like that is your brain. Do you feel like you're trying to juggle too many things and wear so many hats that you feel really, really stressed and overwhelmed? So if you find yourself having moments of feeling completely overwhelmed, I have some simple strategies that you can use in order to help lessen the stress caused by overwhelm in your life. So the first strategy is take a mindful moment. 
So this is normally my first port of action. I try to do this when my head feels like it's going to explode and I can feel the tension build up in my body and my breath is beginning to shorten. So when I feel this happening, I'm going to take myself off somewhere quiet, um, like in my bathroom or the toilet or the utility room, anywhere that I can be alone for a few minutes. And that is all you need. You just need a few minutes. I then focus on my breathing. And if a thought pops up into my head, I just acknowledge it and then refocus on my breath. So the technique I use is basically called box breathing. And it's so, so simple to do. So just imagine breathing around a box. So as you inhale, Visualize going up one side of the box to the count of five. So you're going to inhale to the count of five. So inhale, one, two, three, four, five. Then you're going to picture going across the across the top of the box while pausing your breath to the count of five. So you're going to pause your breath to the count of five. One, two, three, four, five. Then you're going to imagine going down the other side of the box to the count of five while exhaling slowly. So exhale slowly. One, two, three, four, five. Then you're going to pause again to the count of five as you imagine going across the bottom of the box. So you're going to pause that breath. One, two, three, four, five. And then you're basically going to repeat that sequence up to 10 times. So this technique can literally be done anywhere at any time. You can do it at your desk at work, on a train, in the toilet, on a plane whenever you need to use it, okay? And it really helps. Like This technique has incredible proven benefits, such as regulating your breathing, increasing your oxygen, reducing your blood pressure, lowering your heart rate, and redu reducing your stress and anxiety. So when we ground ourselves in the present moment, it can really help reduce overwhelm and anxiety, but it also allows me to reassess the things that initially caused the overwhelm from a fresh perspective and a calmer approach. So use this as your SOS method. The next time that you feel overwhelm and anxiety creeping in, give this technique a try. Tip number two, be your future friend. I can often get really overwhelmed when it comes to the mental load of being a mum, okay? So the way that I work to reduce this is by looking at how I can make my life easier on a day-to-day -day basis by being my future friend. So one huge thing that has helped me to minimize the, is to minimize the decisions that I need to make on a day-to-day -day basis. So making lots of decisions, making lots of conscious decisions can often leave me feeling quite overwhelmed. Hence the need for our subconscious mind that does the majority of our decision-making on autopilot. Like, could you imagine if you had to think about every single thing, like lifting your hand, like grabbing hold of a bottle, um, tipping it up to your mouth, like pouring the water in your mouth. Like, honestly, it would be exhausting, wouldn't it? So there's a lot of things that our subconscious mind does on autopilot. But there are going to be times where you need to make a lot of conscious de decisions that can leave you feeling overwhelmed. So, for example, honestly, oh, my God, I just purchased an air fryer after no word of a lie, procrastinating on buying one for around a year. It has been a year. I would basically start to look for one. So I'd go on, go on Amazon, start to look for an air fryer. Then I would get stuck in this cycle of reading all the reviews and then looking at all the different models. And then I would get completely overwhelmed. And then I would end up making no purchase at all.
I'm the same as if I go to a restaurant. So if they've got a menu, so I go to a restaurant, right, and they have a menu. Like we went to this amazing Italian the other the other day. So we went to go um, and watch the air show in Folkestone, which is lovely, really, really nice. Like it's such a nice little place. And we went to this Italian afterwards and the menu was amazing. But they had so many different things on the menu. And honestly, I got so overwhelmed. I couldn't make a decision. Like I had, there's so many fact, things to factor. So I had to wait until everyone had made their decision. And then I, what I normally do is normally I would look at what my husband's getting and I think, right, okay, let me order something different. So then I can have my dinner and then also have a little bit of his because I know it's going to be different. Does anyone else do that? But anyway, I actually ended up ordering the same thing as him, which is not like me at all. But when there's too many things, when there's too much choice, I can get really overwhelmed. So anyway, at the weekend, I was returning something to Asda and I saw a guy in front of me at the till with an air fryer. I started chatting to the cashier about them and she told me they were on offer for just £35. And she said that um, if I wanted, she would wait for me to grab one. And there was like a million people behind me in the queue. And that was what I needed in that exact moment in order to make a quick decision before any procrastination could kick in. So now I am the fine. Now I'm finally the proud owner of an air fryer. So please feel free to hit me up with your best recipes. Anyway, going back to being your future friend, I started to look at the things I could do to minimize my decision making processes on a day to day basis. Okay, so if I my view behind this is if I could minimize my decision making processes I could minimize my overwhelm so the first big thing that came up was decided uh what to eat and what to cook for my dinner uh, what to cook my family for dinner every day like honestly that is a massive thing like every day like what are we going to cook what what have we got what food have we got out to defrost what food have we got available in the fridge like it's a lot of decisions but I thought if I sit down plan all my meals then I can look at what food I already have in my fridge and what food I have in my cupboard um, and what I'm going to need in order to make each meal and what I actually need to shop for. And then I make my shopping list according to my weekly meal plan. Okay, so now I also have my weekly, my weekly food shop delivered again. So I'm saving myself so much time and energy. So now I know every single day what food we're having and I know that I've got all the ingredients in order to make that food so there's going to be no like oh my god I haven't got this or I need to get this out of the freezer or I haven't got the right ingredients to make it but I know what we're gonna I know what we're having and I also run this like my meal plan by my family to make sure that we're all on board and we all like what I'm actually cooking because I'm sorry now I refuse to make a million different meals I used to do that not anymore my kids are getting what I put in front of them so I will also batch cook where I can, okay, to save myself time and energy. So things like curry, spag bowl and chilies, especially now we're coming into the autumn, are perfect to batch cook in the slow cooker and then freeze, saving myself even more time the following week. School day mornings can be very busy, so I try to be my future friend by one, setting an early alarm. There's nothing worse than waking up late and then rushing around and it'll all be very, very stressful. So I set an, uh, an early alarm and the night before... I will lay out the uniforms plus my clothes. I'll make up their water bottles to store in the fridge. So there's no faffing about trying trying to get them all together in the morning. Um, This term, my children are actually having um, school dinners because basically in the UK, if you have children in reception, year one, year two, they're entitled to free school meals. So I just thought, you know what? I'm not going to be making 
pack lunch for one and then the other have it like Theo having um free school meals so they can just I'll pay for Olivia's dinners and there's no more pack lunch making however when I used to do pack lunch for my children again I was not prepared to be having that chaotic um in that thing in the morning where I'm rushing around making the school's uh, the, the kids um pack lunches for their dinners so I would prepare these the night before. So I would lay out their packed lunch boxes and I would put things like their crisp, their bars, any fruit in the lunch box because I knew it could sit on the side and it wouldn't go off. And then I would prep up their sandwiches, wrap them up, put um, a yogurt next to their sandwich and like something like a baby bell. Um, so it was all in one place. So in the morning, all I've got to do is come down, take those things out of the fridge, which are close by to each other, put them in their lunch box, sit the lunch box up, get the water bottles out of the fridge and boom, they're done. Okay. I could literally grab them and then go. Um, I also like to sit down and go over my diary to look at my plans for the next day and set my intentions for the next day. So I'm not just waking up thinking, oh, what am I doing today? And like wasting time that way. Um, I also like to make sure my house is tidied the night before. Like I'm not talking anything drastic here, guys, but there is nothing worse than coming downstairs to a house that is a mess with all the dishes piled up in the sink and starting your day off by having to tidy up first thing in the morning. Like I just don't want to do that. So that means putting away the dishes, tidying any toys, having a quick hoover of the living room and the kitchen and putting away, putting any washing in the washing machine so it's ready to go first thing in the morning. Trust me, it makes such a difference with your day, like starting the day with a fresh, tidy house. Um, and in the mornings, once we get up, I make sure that all the beds are made up first thing. Like Olivia obviously does her own bed, but I'll get up, make my bed straight away and make Theo's bed straight away. Um, and then um, obviously after we've had breakfast, I make sure that I load them in the dishwasher before we leave the house to do the school run. So when I've left the house, I know that my, my house is tidy. When I get up in the morning, I know my house is tidy. Before we leave for school, I make sure the house is tidy. One thing that's been an absolute game changer for me is the laundry. So I now do my laundry every single day. I used to be that person that would do the laundry. Once it dried, I would fold it up and I'd put it in the wash basket. Okay. And this would continue, no word of a lie, until I had two big overflowing baskets of washing and then more folded, like clean washing on the dining room table. And then I'd be like, right, okay, it's time to put away the washing. Let me tell you, this would overwhelm the hell out of me. It was a chore that no one wanted to do. It would literally take hours to put away and like, I really, really dreaded doing it. So now I put away the uh, the laundry as soon as it's dry because it's only a small amount per load and it literally takes 10 minutes to do. And as a result of that, I don't procrastinate anymore. It no longer overwhelms me. And it is just, it is my new way moving forward, guys. I'm not even going to lie. Like it's probably one of the biggest game changers in terms of like the housework. So become your future friend by looking at your day-to-day -day things in your life that causes you the most overwhelm and see how you can make your life easier by simplifying, simplifying them, doing things in advance or lessening the decisions that you need to make in order to make these tasks easier, less overwhelming and less stressful. Number three, tip number three, a big old brain dump. Now, this is something I've been doing for a while now. It's a strategy that really helps me when I have way too many things going on in my mind that are causing me to feel overwhelmed. And it's so simple to do. So literally just get a piece of paper, any piece of paper, and dump everything out of your mind and onto that piece of paper, okay? So anything that's taking up space in your mind, get it out of your head and onto the piece of paper. 
Now, this could be things like making the dentist appointment, a task in your job, a conversation you need to have, remembering that you need to make a costume for your children's school. Basically, everything and anything that is weighing on your mind. Next, I want you to go through that list and see if there's anything that you can delegate to another person, such as a friend, a loved one, a partner or work colleague, or even outsource to a professional. Sometimes you've just got to weigh up how much something is going to cost you energetically, emotionally, and how much time it's going to take you. And based on those things, decide that actually it might be a better option to pay a professional instead. This is something I'm definitely going to do when it comes to cleaning my oven. Like I've been putting it off for ages and honestly, it's just getting worse. And now I'm thinking, just get a professional in, pay the money, get a professional to clean it, job done. So once you've delegated those tasks, cross them off your list. Next, I want you to take a look at anything on the list that you can literally get done in less than five minutes. OK, now don't overestimate, don't underestimate the amount of time it's going to take you to get done. But if you can look at a task and be like, right, I can get this done, like literally in a matter of minutes. Stop procrastinating. Count five, four, three, two, one. Like, honestly, I love that Mel Robbins method. It literally, for those of you who don't know what that method is, by counting five, four, three, two, one, and then just doing the thing, you don't give your brain your subconscious a chance to start piping up with all the reasons why you shouldn't do the thing you just do it okay so five four three two one and get those things done now a little tip switch off the notifications on your phone and turn your phone on to silent so you're not distracted okay once you've done those those few minute tasks tick them off your list as well Next, look at anything that doesn't require your immediate attention and that can be diarized for another day. Okay, so anything you can look at and think, do you know what? This isn't really that important. I can get this done another day. Go ahead and diarize them for another day. So write them in your calendar or your diary planner, whatever it is, just remove them from the paper into your diary. Okay, so for me, knowing that I have put those things in my calendar to deal with on a different day or a different time, and that I've got a reminder set set for those things is enough to make me feel more relaxed that those tasks are going to be taken care of at a later date. Once you've diarized each item, tick those things off your list. Finally, look at the remaining items on that list, okay? And I want you to prioritize the top three things that must be done today. So just three things that must be done today, okay? The things that have the most urgency. Remember, not everything is going to have equal importance. I'm going to repeat that again. Not every task that you have is going to be equal have equal importance. So focus on completing the top three priority items. Complete those three things, starting with the one thing that you feel is the hardest and you've been putting off the most. And then once you've done that, ensure the other two things are completed on the same day. And after all three tasks have completed, after all three tasks have been completed, I want you to remove the pressure to do anything else on that list, okay? You're just not going to do anything else. Any remaining items can be put off to be completed during the week. Sometimes we are the ones that put the most pressure on ourselves, okay? We pile up the to-dos, we overcommit, we constantly tell ourselves that we should be doing more. However, if we keep insisting on having this unrealistic expectation of all the things we need to do in our day-to-day lives, it can really stop you from living in the present moment. If you're always do-do-doing, how can you enjoy life? Remember, life is for living, not for constantly doing, it's for living. So remove the pressure you keep putting on yourself. Tip number four, lean on your support network. Sometimes all you need is a bit of a vent and to be able to talk through how you're feeling with a friend. 
Getting everything off your chest can sometimes be enough to lessen the load that you are carrying and to help you put your problems into perspective. Don't be afraid to just pick up the phone and speak to a friend and get it off your chest. The Empowerment Project podcast, sorry, the Empowerment Project Facebook community is also a good place to turn to if you need support or guidance. We are all there to help one another. Now you can find the link to join this free group in the show notes. And there are things in there like free trainings, um, there's free affirmations, there are free mindset hacks. It's just a really nice positive space. So if you feel like you're experiencing overwhelm more and more frequently in your life and you're actually concerned that it could be something more serious like anxiety or depression, please do not hesitate to reach out to a medical practitioner for a proper diagnosis. So again, I'm going to wrap this up. um, I'm going to wrap this up um, here now, guys. I really hope you've enjoyed this episode and it's given you some real tangible tips that you can use in the future to help you deal with your overwhelm. Thank you again for taking the time to be with be here with me today. Enjoy the rest of your day and I'll catch up with you next week. Love and light as always. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for taking the time to be with me today. I really appreciate and value your time. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share and leave a star rating. It would really mean so much to me and also help the pod to reach more people. If you want to get more content from me, pop along to my free Facebook community group, The Empowerment Project, where you can expect everything mindset, manifestation and personal development. The link is in the show notes.